What's up guys? This is the How I Really Feel podcast. My name is Walter Onyango and welcome. So last episode I spoke about my own childhood trauma. I mentioned some really heavy stuff, a lot of which I've worked through and some of which I'm still working on. So this is episode 2 and this is how I really feel about healing from childhood trauma so i mentioned how i believe that everything that happened to me was a gift let me explain that statement if you have been on the healing journey for say about 9 years ever since i finished uh, high school in like uh, 2011 so i started around 2012 But at the time I had no clue that that was what I was doing. I wasn't really conscious of it. So for the first few years I just focused on uh, physical improvements. This included a gym. I joined a gym. And at the time I was also doing uh, plenty of football training because I really wanted to be a footballer. But uh, that didn't work out. and I also did some martial arts specifically one called aikido I used to have classes at the Japanese embassy in Upper Hill and they were free so I, I usually attended the classes and while these things improved my physical and mental strength they didn't heal my trauma so while I was pursuing these hobbies I met some women along the way. You know, I really love women. Women have been the catalyst for tremendous growth in my life. I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for inadvertent influence of some women I met as I was pursuing certain hobbies. as the result of a pretty hurtful breakup with one woman i found and joined a men's self improvement forum called the red pill now a lot of the people on this forum were very angry towards women and towards the world so obviously i fit right in As I was on this forum I learned to treat women very poorly. I projected a lot of my anger and resentment towards my parents and towards the world at them. And I was in a pretty dark place at the time. This was around uh, 2016 2017. And while this forum the red pill had a lot of anger infused messages it also had some good resources some good books it was here that i learned about philosophy specifically stoicism and also discovered some books and some authors who had written about uh, emotional development so i think at this point is when i really started to mature now I learned about myself 
I learned about my trauma through these resources that I've mentioned. And I met healthier role models. Some of these role models included Dr. Gabor Mate, who in my opinion is the leading expert on trauma. Another one is called uh, Dr. Robert Glover, who has really good stuff on men's emotional development. Specifically, his book called uh, Normal Mr. Nice Guy. The third one is called uh, Dr. Brene Brown. She is a shame and vulnerability researcher. She's also written plenty of books on uh, courage and vulnerability and shame. And the fourth one is Mark Manson. I think he's the most popular one there. He's written several books. I think most notably one is called uh, Models. That is the one I most benefited from. Now that's just a brief overview of my journey towards uh, self-discovery and towards healing. Now back to the point about my trauma being a gift. It is a gift because if those things did not happen to me, then I wouldn't have gone on this journey of self-discovery. I wouldn't be here where I am today. I wouldn't be aware of things like, say, intergenerational trauma, which I, men- I mentioned last episode. My father was emotionally neglectful, physically absent, and whenever he was present, most of the time, he was violent. And my mother was too emotionally traumatized to take care of her emotional needs because of the violence she received from my father. But whenever she was okay, she was angry and she was critical and she was judgmental. And I projected a lot of my resentment towards her to the women I dated. And interestingly enough, because of the way my mother was emotionally unavailable, I tended to attract women who were also emotionally unavailable. More on that in another episode. But I used to hold strong resentment towards my father and towards my mother. But I don't anymore. Because I learned that they were only passing on unconsciously their trauma, the trauma that they received from their own parents. Now, I never knew my grandfather, my father's father, but I've heard stories about him. I've heard stories that he ran his own household like the military. So he probably passed on his own trauma to my father and my aunts and he was only passing on the trauma that he received from his own father my great-grandfather and so on up to colonial times and my mom told me about her mother my grandmother and how she was always angry and she would snap at her and her siblings 
So she kind of also inherited that anger from her mother. Now I'm not excusing my parents. They did some very hurtful things and I was a victim then. What I'm saying is this is my life. My responsibility to take care of me. And this involves changing my attitude towards my parents because without them I wouldn't have gone through school, primary, high school, university. Without them I wouldn't have food, I wouldn't have clothes, I wouldn't have a place to stay. I wouldn't have security. I wouldn't have the several holidays we went through. So it wasn't all doom and gloom. There were some really joyful moments in my childhood and this involved us going to road trips to different places around East Africa. So my point is blaming keeps me stuck. The only way for me to move forward to heal is to let go and see these people in a new light. See them as wounded human beings who are only unconsciously passing on their own heart onto me. Now the only thing that I, I would call a problem is that I won't get to have a full relationship with my parents because I've talked to them about the pain that I've gone through and what I've realized is they don't have the knowledge or the skill to get past their own trauma. And I think it's because they've been holding on to it for so long that it's become part of their identity. So they, unconsciously, they don't really know what they would be without them. And it hurts, it hurts to know that my parents won't open themselves up emotionally to me. But that's life. A lot of things in life hurt. And an important skill is learning how to feel the hurt instead of running away from it. So as I've learned to take responsibility for myself, this is self-parenting. As I've learned to change my attitude towards the people who hurt me and myself, I've also included in my daily life some modalities that help keep me healthy and keep me moving in the right direction and keep me feeling fulfilled mentally, emotionally, physically. This include uh, spiritual practices like uh, meditation, yoga, breath work, and uh, exercise, just some basic calisthenics. This also includes uh, doing things that I love, things that I'm passionate about. This includes playing football, dancing, drawing, aspiring to paint, listening to music, uh, driving, this also includes speaking to close friends or people I trust about my shame, about what I'm going through. And this is very important, having a 
safe place where you can share what's going on in your mind. Without this, I wouldn't have let go of a lot of the shame that I had. Without people to reflect an accurate image of who I am, I would still be holding on to the feelings of inadequacy and the image of a worthless being. Another point is acknowledging my feelings. A lot of the times I would try to rationalize how I was feeling instead of actually feeling what I was feeling. And I think that's a, a common theme in a lot of guys. The women are more in tune with their feelings. But I think a lot of guys aren't. Another thing that has also helped me is challenge. So daily I include several different challenges in my life. These help keep me sharp. They also help me make mistakes. It allows me to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes. It also shows me that failing is not a big deal just a part of everyday life and you learn a lot from failure i think than you do from success another thing is also including positive contacts in your life and for me this has included limiting social media looking at what's on news and what celebrities are doing and all these things i try to limit that because ultimately i believe it's doesn't help me at all. And including positive contacts in my life, this means surrounding myself with people who encourage me and people who put out positive content and role models, the role models that I've mentioned before. Just revisiting their teachings and their experiences and the gifts they have to give to the world. And finally, this includes being conscious. Now, a lot of my dysfunctional behaviors are unconscious. This means that they are automatic. I don't have to think about them for them to appear. It's the way that I've reacted to things ever since those traumatic events happened to me. So I always have to keep conscious to prevent me from reacting to things now as an adult the way I did when I was a child. To be more mature with how I interact with people and how I interact with myself. So consciousness is a very big part of how I live my life. And I'm grateful for modalities like yoga and meditation and breathwork which aid in my ability to keep conscious throughout the day. Finally, I'd encourage you, if you've been through any form of trauma, to look up uh, these resources that I mentioned. Dr. Gabor Mate, you, you can find his videos on YouTube. He's done a lot of interviews. Uh, you can start with one by... He's done an interview with Tim Ferriss. It's on YouTube. It's pretty long. But if healing is important to you, then you can, can familiar for two hours. 
Another one is Dr. Robert Glover. This would be beneficial to you, especially if you are a man, but also for women. His book is called uh, No More Mr. Nice Guy. It was written in 19... No, it came out in around 2003, but it's very relevant now. So just looking him up, he's also done plenty of interviews on YouTube. You can look him up on YouTube. The third one is Dr. Brene Brown. Like I said, she's a shame and vulnerability researcher. She has also uh, interviews on YouTube. And the last one is Mark Manson. Uh, he's written uh, several books. You can look him up, just look him up. I don't know if he's done plenty of interviews, but the book that I like most called Models. So you can look that one up. So finally, I can't emphasize enough how important it is if you have been through trauma, find someone to talk to, someone you trust, who you can share your trauma with, you can, you can share your pain with. And if you don't have someone, a good resource for me, that I haven't mentioned by the way was therapy. I did therapy for a while and it was good for me. But a lot of my healing has been outside therapy. It's just been me being disciplined, working on myself, finding resources like the ones I mentioned, and speaking to people who are close to me about what I was going through. But if you don't have people like this, you can reach out to me. I'm also open to listening to people's stories. You can reach out to me on IG. My handle is at woli underscore EO. And feel free to DM me anytime. We'll talk. So guys, thank you for listening. And we'll meet next time on my next episode. Until then, see ya.